And now, detailing success in PNS Double Black present the Rennie Doyle Podcast, a podcast for blue-collar entrepreneurs. Hosted by the detailer of Air Force One and founder of both detailing success and the detail mafia, Rennie Doyle. All right. That was kind of confusing. It's like, what do I do? Hey, good morning, everybody. Uh, welcome, uh, Rennie Doyle Podcast. And today, we've got uh, IGL with us. And so, welcome, guys. So, take a couple seconds, introduce yourselves. Well, I'm Mike with uh, IGL Coatings. Uh, been with IGL for a couple years now. Um, you know, we uh, it's an exciting venture. We came on, uh, we came out here to uh, talk about ages a little bit and do some certification on it. And we're going to talk about some more products. But uh, it's been an, a blessing being out here. It's refreshing. Cool. And uh, the morning runs out here are amazing. So right, right. Yeah, we'll have to get into that too. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chris with IGL Coatings. I came on about a year ago um, as a sales rep. I've been installing their products since late 2015. Um, have always loved them. Have always loved the camaraderie. Right. Everybody in the industry and good team and and definitely with the team. So, well, I think with IGL, what they've done a great Joel and Jeff have done a great job as culture. You know, yes. is uh, you know, it sounds weird, but Joel and I just hit it off. He's somebody I really admire. He's a He's a straight up guy, gives it to Jeff is, and and they've put a great team together. And I think the culture they brought together is pretty amazing. So yeah. so we'll get into it. Before we get into that, we've got a friend of ours that's uh hey, Chris is behind the scenes right now. So hi, Chris. Yep. Hey guys. Uh, but with that, we need Mike to come over for a second because it's it's Duck's uh Duck Detailing's birthday. So he's in yes, town sir. vacationing, and so we gotta we're gonna spank you later, but uh, <laughs> this is uh, this is Mike, and so Morning, happy guys. birthday, man! Happy so it's uh, just wanted to say uh, hi to you, and yeah. you're and it's pretty ironic because you're a big part of IGL's uh, culture and team. Absolutely, so, and he's here at the industrial coating, so we'll uh, we'll spank you later. You know, we'll spank <laughs> you. Okay, <laughs> or we got one. You know, it's called a pellet gun, uh, <laughs> and so. Uh, it's it's hey do you know my have you ever in your endeavors we'll get in this is going to be a weird statement right here have you ever met uh mike tyson with your other thing that you're into that sounds really weird by the way yeah so yeah mike's into pigeons and so i know you know uh mike tyson is yeah so they race them they race birds it's pretty cool we we learned a lot yesterday about <laughs> we did you we know, did about how fast they go what was the top speed what was the average 75. speed about 75 miles an hour. Wow. Unreal. That's crazy. That's, isn't it? And it's crazy. What was it? 20? How many millions of dollars for one? Yeah. yeah. A lot of millions of dollars for a, for a pigeon, which is, I mean, I mean, if they're going to breed them, it's going to be a master breeder, right? Man, that would be a bummer if like you you bring it home, your wife accidentally cooks it or something like that, you know? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Or you pay $20 million for it and it flies back to the last guy. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't want, doesn't like you. You know, it just goes home. So, you know, you guys, uh, IGL is known for automotive, ready, you know, buildings. Yep. Uh, you guys have done a great job in the industry. Uh, you're also really good about, you know, you, there's a lot of a lot of uh, industry support that y'all do. And, uh, you know, you've supported us so many times. And, Jeff, Joel, thank you so much. And the whole team, yeah. you guys. And so – Next year, hey, Joel, send these guys out there so they can come out and hang out with us as a group. You know, they need to be out there and, and, and see what the other vendors do. So, Amen. you know, yes. you, need to, you need to come out and see us and we'll put you to work and you're, you'll never come again. <laughs> uh, but no, we, uh, you know, you with, with the coding side, I mean, this is a great 
item too. I always say if the if the uh, if the manufacturers don't get along, you know, the street fighters aren't going to get along. That's right. So here we are, you know, with IGL with Double Black. Is it competing products? No, it's building products. Absolutely. Is I think I'm one of those that if if uh, if if Chevy uh, and Ram and Ford does a better job, all three of them, more people are going to buy American trucks. That's right. And and so I think that when somebody does a great job uh, of building a coding and a support network, which I think is more important than the coding itself. Right. That's right. You know what would you say about that? Because I know we've got a big support network with everything we do. And I know you guys are the same way. Yeah. You know, I mean, if, if we can't support the installers themselves, uh, they're never going to grow. Mm, and yeah. it's really important. And back to what you said, and Chris has, you know, said it a couple times this week is, you know, it's all about filling that gap. Right. Because we can't all have the best product. No. You know, yeah. uh, whether you're an RD company or whatever you are, there's always going to be a little gap that maybe somebody else has a little bit better filler for that. Right. And um, for us, you know, we have an automotive line, but it's, the industrial side of things are really starting to fill a gap that's needed. So, and yeah. we'll get into that because the, 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 the potential, this isn't, um, boy, how do I view this? This is a whole nother source of income. Yeah. That's really, I think goes into another, you could start a, a branch underneath your, if you're an LLC or an S corp or C corp is I see this as another name underneath that umbrella that's yeah. going into these coatings. So it's going to be that Absolutely. big. And so um, let's go back to the start. Let's go back and uh, talk about a little bit about IGL's history so people understand that. And, uh, and then we'll jump into to modern day. And then, you know, I, I've been fortunate enough to where I know probably this much of what's coming down, the, you know, in, in, on the industrial side. I just I'll only say you guys can say whatever you're comfortable with. But there's there's a lot of future to industrial coatings mm -hmm. and and so take us back to the early days and how you guys got hooked up you know a year ago so we'll go start with we'll start with a new guy <laughs> so so what drew you so what how, why igl what you know how'd you get involved so originally um when i first opened up my shop i had a, a gentleman from the netherlands follow my facebook page mm -hmm. roll rowers i can't his last name um and his cars were just ridiculous i'm like dude what are you doing like i've been detailing for you know 15 years prior to that but i never had a surface look like that mm. but it's like well i use these coatings from igl mm. i'm like well send me some he's like well i can't but here's the people you need to contact so i contacted jeff mm -hmm. carrie mm -hmm. and got hooked up with them like i said late 2015 and and you know that's when i, I truly started branching into ceramic coatings and nobody in my area had done anything like that before. Um, so it was, it was kind of a, it was a slow organic build, mm -hmm. but you know, the first to the, the first to the, the table eats the most. There you so go. we were able to really expand that and grow that rapidly. Um, and just the support along the way, if there was ever an issue, ever a problem, it was handled quickly and easily. Um, which are very few and far that, between. Hey, that, that's a great point. I, I don't always judge a company on how good they are when everything's going right. We judge a company on how good they are when everything goes wrong. And, you know, last night you guys went to dinner, and it, my, one of my favorite places. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to throw them under the bus, but – and it didn't go right. And that that's really rarely – we've rarely ever had a – you know, a mishap with them, and it sounds like they had a pretty big stumble. But, you know, they took care of it, there and it go. was great yeah. food. There Absolutely. You go. And so, you know, it's – I think a, a real stand-up company – is when they do have an issue, yep. 
but it was so minimal you even minimalized it right does that make sense yeah so now how, how'd you get involved you know 2015 rolls around you're using the products how, how'd you get in the seat it's always something that that i wanted i wanted to be a bigger part of igl because um, mm -hmm. i believe i believe in the, the the brand i believe in their vision um and it's just it's the the people in it i just wanted to be a bigger part yeah, yeah. um so i was always looking for an avenue to play a bigger part and then when i moved you know sold my shop last may um moved my family down to south florida I knew there was a vacancy. So finally, instead of beating around the bush, I picked up the phone, called Joel, and said, Hey, I want it. Hmm. Wow. And two weeks later, here I was. Well, it's pretty cool because when we saw you in the booth this last, you know, year, it was, it was cool to see you there. And then, you know, there's the booth back wall, and then your there's your head. You know? <laughs> so, you know, it stands out a little bit. So, okay. So, why you got to tell us your story? What's, what's the story with you and IGL? So, I started about a year and a half ago, but, um, I started using coatings probably back in 2012-ish, uh, but it wasn't the typical ceramics that we know of right, today. Right, right. Um, it was more of uh, the the car lot, you know, Simonized. Yeah, and, yeah. And it was because I worked at a dealership yeah, uh, part-time, and I thought I owned a detail shop too, and I was like, hey, I need to um, incorporate some type of ceramic into this lineup. Mm. And... Um, I back then I didn't get involved in social media or anything. So I really didn't know what was out there, you know? Mm -hmm. So I just was like, Hey, I'm going to buy Simonize. I bought it on the black market. If you want to say under the table, eBay <laughs> and it said, do not resale or not for resale. But yeah. you know, I was buying them for like five bucks a bottle. Mm -hmm. And, um, a little bit after that, somebody introduced me to, uh, IGL and I thought, well, I'll try it out. And I tried it. It was easy. Mm -hmm. And I liked it. it. It fit well in my company with my with my shop. And then I was offered a position with another ceramic coating company to rep. So unfortunately, I don't know if Joel's watching, but Joel had shut my account off with IGL, um, which was because I was repping for another company. Totally understandable, yeah, right? Right. Yeah. But I quickly realized that <clears throat> the company that I was repping, which was a great company, they just didn't have all the resources I needed. Because IGLs being that R&D company, we have everything from maintenance to coatings to auxiliaries. And we just had a few products. And I couldn't give the customers what I really wanted to give them. Right. right. So I, when I quit uh, repping for that company, I was talking with uh, uh, Marcus, I believe. And I said, hey, I need my product back. Can I get my, uh, my account back? And so he unlocked it. And I started using a lot of IGL again. And Marcus and I... Uh, became really close. Um, we talked a lot and my background is the corporate world. I did a lot. Of, I managed a lot of people um, and we just knew a lot about process procedures and improvements and everything. We talked a lot about business mm -hmm. and he had said for about a year and a half, he was like, I was on that hook. He's like, yeah, you know, some point I'm going to need another person and I want you to be part of the team. And and I went on for like a year and a half and then Joel had invited me to SDC few years back just to work it as a you know an installer type thing and and after sdc he walked me out to my truck and just said hey i want you part of the team so i had a tough decision do i leave my corporate world or and stay and go to igl or do i stay what do i want to do and uh detailing has just been a passion of mine but more importantly helping people is a passion of mine um go. i did and um so i just felt you know i want to take my passion and be able to help other 
installers and, and help the younger generation grow. And so that's why I decided to do it. And it's been a hell of a ride. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, you know, it, it's funny, a little, little uh, fun fact here is that when we, we bought this place, uh, the people getting out of it were way behind and we had already scheduled, we had a training, um, you know, with, with our five day, um, you know, and, and, and PNS is a big part of it, but our first event here was an IGL event on a Saturday and nice. we had to scramble to get everything done. Chris and I, I mean, Diane went and learned how to do the floors and walked us through it. And we were out here doing floors and, um, I mean, just painting and cleaning and, you know, it was, it was, it was a scramble. You guys had the, the very first, uh, open event here, a Saturday event That's was awesome. you guys. It was really awesome. cool. We had, did a boat class. We had a lot of people here. I think we had like 20. Yeah. It was like 20, 20 installers in house, wow. which is a lot. That's yeah. a big, that's a big class. Yeah, that is. And, and Joel didn't mess around. He brought like the whole crew. I mean, he, there's probably 20 others just in <laughs> Joel brought out. So it was pretty cool. So now um, let's jump into, um, you know, and it's, it's, as we get into this, I wrote down 2012 and 2015, two dates that you guys mentioned. And the reason why is that, just think in those and for some that's a long time and it is you know 11 years you know uh on, on on your first going into 2012 2015 right um but look what's happened in the industry since 2012 i mean unreal 2015 yeah, yeah. tons change that's where we're at on i think on the industrial side of these coatings i think we're at the i think we're going back to 2010 2008 2009 yep. 2010 where it was just starting to ripple and some of us were you know got into it early mm -hmm. and then and then people were watching and a lot of people were watching and so you guys aren't getting out clarification you're not getting out of the automotive sector no you're still no. growing there yes you yes. know um it's a good sector it's a home base but mm -hmm. you're giving other opportunities so let's talk about so eclipse way back in in 2018 uh, was that 2019? 2019. 2019 um, is when we, we demoed Eclipse, where the first time I'd seen Eclipse installed. And so it still, I don't think it was considered an industrial coating, but we were putting it on side-by-sides and undercarriages and, and, and uh, stoves and ovens and, mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that. So um, now we've progressed where we've got these, these, these new coatings coming out, ages come out. So talk to us about that. How where, where is that going, and where is it at? It's here. You can see boxes. We installed it yesterday. We sprayed it yesterday. Yeah. We hand applied it yesterday. Uh, we're going to go back out today and and do more work. So, so you start out with Eclipse. Let's start out there, and then that ran into Aegis. Yeah. So like my understanding with Eclipse, you know, it was it it did come to play a little you know before i was part of igl and uh, chris you were probably using it but um you know it wasn't necessarily made or designed to go hey we're gonna go shoot it on side by sides right it was really it was kind of a industrial coating more suited really? for like yeah. uh dust collections and you know more manufacturing type yep. scenario you know so uh it just is the fact that you know as detailers we're all detailers we put stuff on things that it shouldn't go on and that's what happened. <laughs> right. You know, the yeah. first thing that happened was somebody sprayed a UTV and they found out it worked. Yeah. And, um, 
that's the way it started getting marketed at wow. that point. Yeah. Um, so there are so many uses for it. You know, today people put it on wheels, spray it, walk away. Um, they put it on UTVs. It's a quick, easy money maker, and it works. You know, um, whether it be the UTVs, the wheels, the rock climbers, the you know the stainless steel appliances to you know house furnishings to backyard barbecue pits, whatever. Um, but ages then came about because there was a gap, and that. It's not just the protection of paint, it's the corrosion aspect, you know, and there's, there's a lot of, uh, companies that are coming out with industrial coatings, but they're industrial ceramics is what they're considering. And, um, a lot of people get that confused with ages. They think ages is a ceramic coating and it's really not, it's a, it's a 2k system, you know? So essentially it's, it's like a clear coat with all kinds of corrosion resistance in it. Um, so you know, and I, I, you know, everybody at IGL saw the need. The fact of the matter is corrosion itself back in 2016, uh, it was a $2.5 trillion problem. So that's how much money spent each year trying to mitigate that problem. Now it's closer to 4.2 trillion. Wow, man. And it's we always tell pie. people, let, let's that's just get big. a little slice of that pie. Right. You know, so. Um, well, it takes it. What I love about it is it takes blue collar entrepreneurs and gives them a new opportunity to earn yes. at a, another level you yes. know and be recognized at another level and really build up a whole a whole new following so you look at this okay let's talk about something dust okay uh even in a museum a lot of people don't understand this is that you know i had somebody just recently asked me will you do that that the air force one up there every year does it really need to be done i said do you know one of the most corrosive items in a museum is dust and I said, you know, these planes are undercover, but they're not totally protected. And I mean, we can see it. We can see the deterioration over a year. They yeah. need to be redone. It's not an easy job. They have to be redone. Yeah. And so look at just that. If you look at any of the even the food processing, wood processing, metal processing, all these different processing facilities, it also opens up for small towns, smaller towns or or commercial towns. Um, all these, that, that's huge. Yeah. Just, just in dust control. And we haven't even huh, wiped the surface yet with, with getting into what is that? And I'm, I mean, I'm sure you guys are looking at it, but you've got a tiger by the tail and it's, you know, you, you're going to need help. You're going to need installers that know what yeah. they're doing. Absolutely. We talked about the six degrees of separation is you're, you've got somebody in your network that knows somebody that needs this. Yes. You know, so, I mean, how, what percentage of the population works at production? You know, I mean, a lot. That's yeah. a big number, you yeah. know. Um, farm and ranch equipment. I mean, that just opens it up to, you know, a, a huge, a lot of people don't realize California. You think, you think L.A., San Francisco, beaches. But go up to the Central Valley. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it, it's the, the vegetable and fruit um, stand for America. I mean, yeah. you know, um, look at how much, and, and I'll tell you, you think that a, you know, everybody concentrates on a Ferrari, uh, man, uh, you could buy several Ferraris just with what, you know, these ranchers are, or yeah. farmers are paying on their oh, equipment. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's massive in, in application and construction. Mm -hmm. um, and so we could go in and spend, do 10 podcasts on each, just each one of those and the opportunities yeah. uh, you go into forklifts, you know, every, what community, I mean, we're in a small mountain community at 6,700 feet. And I guarantee you, there's a hundred forklifts here. I, I guarantee you. Yeah. Um, snow plows. 
Mm-hmm. I guarantee you there's probably a thousand snow plows here, you know, yeah. in a little tiny community. What kind of business is that? So we're, 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 okay. So let's talk about the installation of this because we were out doing it yesterday. So what is it? We talked to define it. It's 2K. Okay. Let's go into that a little bit. What's that mean in a little more detail? Yeah. So ages itself is, it's basically a graphene reinforced. We have nanotubes in it. Um, corrosion resistant 2K system. So when we say 2K system, obviously the first thing people think about is auto body mm-hmm. and they compare it to a, a, a clear coat. Um, there's a little bit of truth there, but uh, it's not even close to automotive clear coat. <laughs> you know, you can see that in the un- install yesterday. Right. It's very forgiving. It's, um, you know, you're not going to worry about uh, separation fish eyes. Um, you know, Chris and Chris proved that we kind of put his sweat <laughs> from his forehead that's burnt today and we wiped it on and then we sprayed right over top of it without any problem. So um, it's, it's, and I can't explain how it is, how it does it, but it, <laughs> it's yeah. very forgiving coating or 2K system that can also be tinted. Um, so the, the nanotubes, what it does is it actually creates a more treacherous path so the corrosion can't get to the surface. And that's the whole purpose of the nanotubes. So without that, like a typical clear, uh, uh, the corrosion can it can get to the substrate a lot easier because there's nothing, there's no path to go around. Uh, and that's really what gives it that strength at that point. To be so able it's to, gives it a flow. Yeah. So it's going to escape instead of going down, it escapes out. So a lot of people are going to ask this, well, why not use it on, 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 on my Ferrari paint? You know, and... <laughs> We have detailers that every day they're like, hey, can we put this on automotive? And people have tried it. And I'm not, you know, it's not meant for that. Uh, but, um, you know, this was meant to mitigate corrosion itself. Um, from the aesthetics, we accidentally figured out how to make it look nice. Right. You know, originally it was, hey, let's brush it, dip it, roll it, whatever we need to do. Because uh, you brought up yesterday, you're on a Navy ship. We're not going to be spraying out. No. see yeah you know no. we're going to be brushing something we're going to be yeah. rolling something uh and that's really what it was designed for or like pipelines hey we have a break in a pipeline you know so a lot of corrosion coatings mm-hmm. are colored they're yeah. black or whatever you can't see through it so if you're on a pipeline and you see uh them repairing rust and the rust spot could be in one area but the weak spot could be 20 yards down the line right it just showed up and right away they repair that one spot because it's it's a colored it's gray it's black whatever and they're just repairing that spot not really realizing that there's a weak spot and um now we can actually send drones down and be able to see the weak spot gotcha uh versus you know um trying to locate it by a couple guys running down the pipeline looking at it but um so it's just a it's just a different beast you know and and, but yes you know people have made it look pretty and we did that by spraying uh but even brushing rolling dipping it's self levels so if you if you glob it on you'll just see it kind of after a while level out and it just naturally looks nice but the reason we want put it on a body uh uh the um body of a car or a paint it's it's not gonna it's not going to sand or finish out the same as a clear as far as, you know, Hey, wet sanding and polishing. Um, can you do that? 
I shouldn't say this. I've done it, uh, but uh, <laughs> I'm in trouble again. <laughs> but uh, it's not made for that. But it's, uh, just, it's just not, it's not made a beauty for it. product. It's, it's not. It, you can you can make something look fabulous, but it wasn't. That was not the intention. Right, right. Yep. We've got behind us. So we grab this. So this is something that Chris, you you painted these. Yes, sir. And so you can see this, and uh, I mean it. It looks. It looks pretty good. I mean, it looks damn good. Not bad for a guy that doesn't know what he's doing. No. And so, you, you know, you it, it does look good on things, yeah. but it's not going to take and beautify. Like, um, it's you know, you're not going to take it to uh, Monterey Car Week, right. you know, and, and, and win any awards with it. It's not made for that. It's made to make commercial, industrial stuff uh, not corrode and look, and, yeah. and, and look good while, while yeah. you're at it. Right. So, you know, where I see a big application on this is – is on the big cranes i'm talking jumbo uh the stuff that you see in las vegas yep. you know the stuff that you see in in singapore uh, because downtime with those things when they take it down they're there for years there's only a limited number of those cranes in the world a lot of people don't right. know that right and so uh, they ship them these companies ship them all over the world and there's always demand for them well they've got to do maintenance on them and so if you can get down and and have a crane down and it's down and they're loading it and the wait time's reasonable, and you're you're taking and putting an anti-corrosion inhibitor on it while they're loading it back up to ship it to from New York City to Tokyo. You just if they take it and ship it into a company and have it media blasted, or even just have it covered, that downtime is is hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars. Right. Yeah. To where if you're on site mm -hmm. and you can go up and set a production studio up and and, and, and you can roll it on, so therefore the EPA issues aren't, you know, aren't on you, is guess what? You just became a hero with this crane company. Yeah. And to make for them to give you $100,000, $300,000, that's 10% of what they would have spent on just downtime alone yeah. getting it right, getting it retreated. Well, and, and even to top that all off, it's, it is tentable. So the crane manufacturer can start just applying it from start right yeah. and not even have to worry about it and you know to kind of add on that it's no different than we have an installer that does the locomotives mm -hmm. same scenario um them locomotives were cleaned every two to three weeks by him he did the, a sample they came back and said hey we want you to do the whole locomotive mm -hmm. and what happened was he put together um just an roi for them because they were paying him to clean them more frequently without the coating and then what he found out was the locomotives are getting painted, repainted every 10 years. Yeah. At $24,000, $25,000, somewhere in there, which is a lot of money. But on top of that, it takes them two weeks downtime. From, of downtime. So he's able to go in there, clean up the locomotive, apply the ages, be done in two days. They're back on the tracks in two days. So, yeah, he saves them a lot of money, like half the amount it costs. But it's really that downtime. There's a lot of money a lot that's more being than 24 lost. Grand. Yeah. Oh, a lot more than twenty-four yeah. grand. Absolutely. And so you know, you, it's it's so a lot of people say, well, I come out and you know I've installed. I, I mean, I can't even imagine how many different brand names of coatings. Uh, I've got thousands of installs. This is a little different, and learn a different variation. So we had we had how many newbies that had never shot before out there yesterday chris seven or eight i think yeah it, it probably two of them well we had one painter yeah and he got out there and said, yeah, there's, like, there's, okay, he's bragging he's, he's one in every group yeah he's he's uh he was he, he did he did great 
But here, by the end of it, by the time that everybody got the gun in their hand the mm -hmm. second or third time, they're already starting to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. And so it's yep. not it's not difficult, but you know, you guys have uh, we're going to announce a schedule to where you're going to come out to a lot of our training facilities. Mm -hmm. uh, we know we've got probably one, but I, I'm guessing we're going to have multiple. Okay. Uh, and and I can't tell you the value of coming out and meeting these guys, but then learning it, the uh, uh, the product, but then also the different applications, you know, yeah. and it's where it's going. I mean, Duck, he's got, you know, he's, he sees a whole nother uh, segment of his business going this direction, you know? So he's going to take and treat all the pigeons with Aegis, you know, and they're going to go 85 <laughs> miles an hour. Yeah. Yeah. That's surface tension. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah. Hey, uh, uh, hey, real quick. I got a good question okay. while you're on the topic of training. And good stuff. question. What, uh, uh, how does somebody get to the point to where they can, purchase and install ages you know oh, what, so what does it take qualifier? so so we this is a certification only type uh, product mm -hmm. and a lot of that a lot of people are like well hey i've been a painter i can do this whatever and it's just learning the background of things you know yeah. and knowing uh how you have to treat this like a real business because this really is a pivot in your business um and then and then um just learning the process because this is not a typical clear coat one thing we didn't add is like a typical car clear coat is going to just naturally cure as it off gases mm -hmm. and um ages does too but everybody thinks that you know we're lying until we show them is ages actually cures by thickness mm -hmm. so we have to have the right thickness and then it uses its gases to to cure if we don't have the right thickness it and actually cure, will right? never cure. Yeah. It'll no. stay sticky. Yeah. So um, that's, that's, that's what we teach in this class. But if anybody wants to learn more about the classes or get involved in ages itself, just contacting us at iglcoatingsusa.com or emailing us at uh, training at iglcoatingsusa.com. And then uh, we do have classes. Typically, we have classes in Kentucky. Lexington, Kentucky is where our training center is. We have that class once a month. Um, and then we have been going out on some locations, some different places and doing some trainings. Like Randy said, we will do some more trainings with them. And, um, you know, so just get a hold of, if you're an IGL member already, get a hold of your rep and they can tell you when the next one will be. Um, we do have, if somebody's listening and they want to get in this week yet, we have a, a class in Lexington on, uh, Saturday and Sunday of this week. And then also Monday and Tuesday. So Joel and Marcus and I will be, um, at them. So if you want to get in not, real quick, they're not even going to give you any time off. They're just going to push you right into it. Wow. Dang. I'll tell you, it's, <laughs> it's working like, us like know, Hebrew slaves. You yeah, know, this exactly. is a, this, this is a true passion though. Like yeah. not just every time, uh, Marcus and I get done with the class, we just look at each other and shake our head. Yeah. We can't get over it. No, like, this is, me, it, this, too. this is two years in and we still look at each other and we laugh I, and shake our head and like, what are we, what is going on here? How is this working? You know? So I, I, I tell people in the five day, it's a long week, it's 60, 70 hours. And, and, and then we've got, you know, they can join our, our group um, and our group. I mean, so many people have a misinformation about what groups are. I don't care who, you know, it's all this, this all, well, it's, it's clicky. You know what, you know, what's a click is it's a, it's a group you haven't gotten to know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Absolutely. I, in high school, they'd say they're click. I mean, okay. I was part, I was, I played football. Um, I knew the stoners, I knew the gangbangers, I knew the nerds, and I was an honorary band member. Do you know why? Because I put effort into every one of those groups. Yeah, that's right. I could go, and if I got in trouble and mouthed off the wrong gangbanger, 
I knew the bigger, badder gangbanger, you know, <laughs> and right. so I could, yeah. you know, and I just, I, it, I just, and I'm the same way now is that mm -hmm. you look at, you guys are here. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, my biggest passion is this group and in the industry is teaching others how not to overwork and how to, and, and build a life. And so yeah, much yeah. of it starts here in this, this, this brain of ours and, and it, and it ends here. It's what That's we're right. telling ourselves, yeah. you know? Um, and so let's go in a, a little different. So um, where's this thing going? I mean, you know, we talked about the is, 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 and I know where you guys are going next. I don't know if you want to say anything, probably don't, uh, but you got a meeting with a big company, uh, a really big company. And um, is, is this the tip of the iceberg? Are we back at 2012? Or are we a little more developed than that? Is it going to take a few years to, and for some, they're already doing it. Your your yeah, your one no, installer is already doing. Yeah. He's doing locomotives. Yeah. So, I will say this: uh, ages, the conception of ages has already uh, passed up when Eclipse was yeah. brought to the market. Wow, it's growing faster than. So 2019 for me, and and look at that's a short, that's a really short small window. That's a small window. And, and I truly believe there's going to be a point, and that's that's part of this class. I mean, if you don't take what you learn, apply it, and go knock doors and expect people just to call, that yeah. may happen. You may get a call, but um, it's it's all about networking. Uh, we talked about this yesterday with the class. You never know who you're sitting next to, mm -hmm. who might be involved with a big project that has a problem with corrosion, might be bridges, might be locomotives, might be construction equipment, maybe whatever. Could be roller coasters. And just roller yeah. coasters. Um, you just don't know. So it's all about networking. Yeah. And, you know, part of these classes, we take notes ourselves as instructors, like who's, who's applying themselves? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, there's jobs out there where somebody needs 100 installers all of a sudden. Right. And some of these guys are going to get calls and say, Hey, yeah. we need it. We have a big job. Let's team up yeah. and uh, get this done. We were talking to three of our young guys yesterday. They're all down in the Southern California region. They're all within 20, 30 minutes of each other. And I even told them that you guys are looking at this wrong. All you guys are talking about hiring somebody part-time. Why don't you guys just work together yeah. and not hire anybody until you're ready? Yeah. Because, you know, we don't know where this economy is going. This right, right here. I won't say this is economy proof because no, nothing is. But this is just another avenue to make solid money. And I'm not talking breadline money. I'm talking, you know, you own the breadline. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so it, it a lot of, 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 you know, think small until you need to think bigger. Because so many people are thinking big. And, I, you know, I, I think I was sharing with you guys. I shared a video on Instagram, 102-year-old woman. And she said, I've got a tear in your plan still. This is what, and she was so cute. And she goes, awesome. this is what I want to do. And she's yeah. talking about it. And I guarantee you when that woman was 90, she had a 10-year plan. Yeah. yeah. And I bet you when she was 80, she, I mean, all the way back to that little girl. And you know what you could see in that in that woman? That 10-year-old little girl was still alive still in those there. eyes. Yeah. yeah. And and so I, I what I see this as is such a great opportunity to take within, even if you're small and brand new, yeah. is, I mean – this is this is we talked about 90% of what we talked about yesterday was business. Mm -hmm. And that's our class is the same way. And I know Joel and I talk about this constantly because we're just we're serial entrepreneurs. I mean, that's that's been my entire life. Right. I, I don't drink, I don't use drugs, but I I've been a workaholic 
and I've been a biz, I've been a, a habitual, you know, entrepreneur of starting new opportunities. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, I just see this as a way for detailers is I had, I had one of the kids yesterday, he goes, would, could you ever see this to where I'd have to give up my detailing company? And they go, not, I mean, I think we talked about it. I said, man, my biggest regret is I should have put the man, right managers in yep. place and kept all those things rolling and just wet my beak off of all of them. Yeah. yeah. You know, maybe I only made 20 grand off that company. Yeah. But I had a company like that. Why did I sell it? I don't, I don't even know. I hadn't been to our shop in two, I'm not lying, had not been in that shop in two years. We're only, Diane and I were only netting probably $30,000 a year off. I hadn't been to the shop in two years. I'm getting paid. Mailbox I made money. 60, I made $60,000 <laughs> and hadn't stopped, stepped foot in that shop. Yeah. Why did I get rid of that? <laughs> you know? I could have had 10 of those yeah. all doing different things. And now my guy was making good money. You know, my main guy, but it kept going. So don't think about this replacing anything. Look at this as an add-on. Yeah, no, it's it's yeah. a chance just to pivot. Yeah, it is. You know, and you're exactly right. You know, and I gave the example yesterday about, you know, as detailers, and I I still, you know, I don't detail. My wife takes care of the shop, and everything, but I still consider myself detailer, um, you know, because it's a passion. And as detailers, we we get in this box sometimes where we don't think outside. We just like we're concentrated on that shiny car and and everything else, which is great. You can use this product on undercarriages, whatever. But um, what we tend to forget that with the economy things do slow down or I always hear people like it's winter time. I don't know what to do. Oh, and there is man. ways with auxiliary coatings and everything that yeah. you can still manage. But what they tend to forget about is the real big companies, the construction companies, the manufacturing facilities, they have the rainy day funds yeah. that they wait until winter time when it's slow. And now they're going to move machinery and they're going to do this and process improvements. And that's the time that you can go in there and cash in on some of that, that money that they've set aside. Uh, they don't run out of money. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say the economy can do anything, but um, a, a company that is successful will put money away for process improvements. And some of that process improvement or just improvement in general um, might be something to do with dust collections or it could be something to do with corrosion. Uh, we just want some protection on our forklifts or, you know, machinery. Um, so it's it's just a good uh, it's just a good thing to be able to pivot and uh still have that money coming in and it's going to be real money like yeah. it's oh, it's yeah. uh it's for the process that you have to do it's very simple and you're kind of a one of a kind at that point some you're offering something nobody else can offer or does offer and you know you can set your your hourly rate accordingly you know it's it's a specialty thing hey real real quick um, you know, this reminds me when I posted this up yesterday that we were doing this, um, I was looking up some stuff and, you know, Warren Buffett said, uh, never rely on a single source of income. You know, he urges, he urges people to, to find ways to bring in money from a variety of sources, you know, and, uh, and, and some people today will even argue that building multiple streams of income is no longer just a luxury today, it's a but it's, it's a must, yeah. it's a you must. know, you look at all the sources, just in our little company. I mean, we're a little company, and you look at you know our training, you look at PNS, you look at these events, you look at our new tool, you look at the membership for the mafia. I mean, all those different things that we do. Look at right there, and then you look at the real estate. I mean, I lease this building back to my company, right? Yeah. And the reason why I do that is because the taxation that I have to pay on real estate income is half of what 
I have to pay from the other sources of income. Yep. Right. And so there's the way you think. Okay. So this is, this is big. I'm glad you just set me off. Okay. My wife, um, I want to go there. A good friend of mine, he designs the fire trucks for our little, our, our fire department up here. They get a, I'll call it a brand new murdered out. This thing's a fire truck. It's, it's red. <laughs> it's just, I mean, you, if you, if you, if, as big as macho as you are, dude, you just freaking you'd be a, you'd be three inches taller if it pulled up. Because <laughs> it's just it's just badass, yeah. right? It's red with black trim, right? So what do I get? He comes in. Well, Norman's mafia. He's a detailer, right? So he comes in. He gets gets it. And he goes. I, he goes, dude. I took delivery of it, and the first thing I think, and I had a, I was reading his mind, is I said, you're you're looking at the truck and you're thinking winter. Yeah. And so I called Joel and I said, Hey man, what do we put? I sent him pictures and I said, what, what, what is this ages? You know, I mean, what is this? And he says, okay, give me all the substrates. What's everything made out of. And so they walked him through. So our local, he sold them to Norman and Norman went and put them on all the, the new fire trucks. Nice. And awesome. so, yeah, it was, it was, it's pretty, it's so there it happens. Now I, I want to make a, a suggestion. This Aegis is opening up something. Industrial coatings are opening up something. Look for industry that has demands by government, dust, yes. and you that creates a need that is consistent. It yep. doesn't matter what the economy is doing. They yeah. have to do it. Yeah, municipalities are a great option for a lot of this product because, you know, I'm salt, uh, the salt and snow plows, you know, yeah. salt, the salt spreaders, snow plows, uh, for our areas uh, are huge. Um, going back to your fire truck in Michigan, a ladder truck only lasts about five years. Wow. $650, $700,000 because the frame on them start to rust and then they can't pass their certification or their, you know, when they go in there and certify it. And here's the reality. Okay. At a little jurisdiction like this, we have to get we're getting a brand new ladder truck because we've got bigger buildings going in 1.1 million mm -hmm. okay for the ladder truck they're budgeting it out that it's going to be end of service is going to be in 20 years they've got to figure out because now they can't spend a million dollars okay six hundred thousand entry level probably not going to get it much longer if at all yeah. right yeah so now they can't look at it at five years they got to get 10 years yes okay Hmm. Let's see. Is there a product? Yeah. Yeah. If you go to them and you say this, but here's what I like about this is that I'm not going to just sell them. I'm one and done. I'm going to sell them on maintenance, mm -hmm. off season maintenance. And I'm going to sell them on the fact that we can come in and that, that, that truck when it's having its annual service is down. I'm in doing the work. There is no downtime. Yep. You do it when it's down for everything, you know? Yes. Yep. So, you know, we do um, the fire truck windshields is we do the, the the windshields for the fire trucks because a to replace them is five or six thousand dollars so if they get a chip in we haul ass over and you know it's it's we do it diane does it she's the window master right and and i'm telling so it, it's 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 a demand they right. they have to have that done so if you can th this is what i love i get sorry i get all excited so, <laughs> so to, do we so yeah and so if you look at this guys because i see opportunity for y'all to better life is yeah. what it comes down to. Absolutely. Drop the shiny shit. Who the cares? Yeah. Is that I, I know there's a lot of you, dude. I love detailing as much as anybody. I like making shit shine, but I like turning stuff green. I like yeah. money, and and, yeah. I, and I like 
and, and it's not hoarding and it's not it's not greed it's pride man it's okay for you to be wealthy you deserve yeah, it i grew right. up poor and so many Absolutely. you know why i'm not ahead of where i am right now is people go god look what you've done i said you know what i could have done if i believed i deserved it that's right, right. If I would have just believed, I knew I could do it. Doing yeah, it right. was easy for me. Uh, you give me an opportunity, I'm the first one to put my balls underneath the, 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 the hammer. Let's fucking go. That's right. I, I'm never scared to take a chance, right? But the thing that I've really struggled is, do I really deserve this? Yeah. I, I'm, come on, man. And I've sabotaged myself by doing that. I'm talking if you're a small person, man, woman, child, whatever it is. We just had a, in training, we just had a 17-year-old in. Five day training. That's nice. awesome. Is that and his dad sat here the whole time with him and go son go. That's awesome. He's just Canadian. So we need like, more of that. We do. We do. We do. And this kid, I'm going to tell you, if your Canadian uh, tax uh, board did not listen, <laughs> so his his mom is is it makes ninety grand a year at whatever she does. This kid last year made more than her. Wow. At, at this, That's this awesome. year, That's seventeen awesome. years old. Good for him. He brought, now he brought in. Is it a business? No, he realized. Oh shit! You know, I got to turn this into. It's got to be right. legal. It's got to be above the board. So dad and mom coached him, and she wasn't for it. Now you're going to go to college. You're going to do that, and then all of a sudden this year he made more money than her, and she's like, oh, okay, well, let's go to school. <laughs> right. Let's send you. You know, she's get like, yeah. go go she's go. Like, hire me. Go go go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. And so if you look at look at this, get away. You can still make paint shine. Yeah, but yeah. here's the thing: even if this takes off. Make your own Porsche shine. Yeah, I mean, if you're so into it that yeah. this could go into something else that you don't even know is is there. I'm looking over at I'm looking over at my lawnmower. It's just a right on top lawnmower, <laughs> and these guys are making fun of me because, matter of fact, I wasn't. We we mowed we mowed this back here, so we you know we were right. standing in taller grass weeds, uh, and so my my I was gone. I was out of town when my wife did it, and our neighbor came over. And she's washing it out there, soap and water. She's using pearl soap mitts. And he goes, what are you doing? And she goes, oh, Rennie won't let the lawnmower back in the shop unless right. it's been washed. And he goes, that thing looks brand new still. And she goes, he coated it. It's completely coated. We have to wash it after every service. Get your drills on shiny shit that way. Yeah. Yes. Go out and make money. Yes. And then you can have your own shiny shit, you know? This product, honestly has the ability to create generational wealth. If you oh, look at the, the, the $4.2 trillion oh. a year problem, even if you got a small sliver of that pie, what could that do for somebody's life? Mm. Change it dramatically. Well, you know, I love that because I never thought it that way. Just go, okay. You just nailed it. Being a poor kid, mom and yeah. grandma raised me, mm -hmm. you know, um, Special ed kid. I've never been bashful about telling people that. I have people. Do you know I have people make fun of me because of that? Yeah, he's a dumbass. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Thanks for watching my shit, though. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, it's generational wealth. You know, I never thought of that because you look at what my kids have been able to do compared to what I was able That's to right, do. Right. You know, and that is that was all off the back of detailing. Mm -hmm. Everything I've – that's why I love this industry. I'll do anything mm -hmm. I can – the biggest thing I want to do is just influence the generations to go yep. stop overworking and make more money. Mm -hmm. yep. You know, there's going to yep. be, you're on afterburner right now. Yeah. You know, you're going to go through afterburner. I was after afterburner last week, still on a little bit afterburner. Yep. You have you guys here. I've been able to take it down a notch, you know, just go into a nice cruise. Right. Um, 
you know, and I leave for tomorrow morning. I'll be on an airplane going to Salt Lake City. And so, but then I've got a couple of weeks. You got to know when to comp time yourself yes. and take that time back, right. you know, is the biggest thing. These kind of opportunities is going to take with products, think outside the box. Look at, I mean, right now, as we're talking about, I'm really into overlanding. You know, I've got 48 nights in my new, my new rig. You look at that market alone yeah. of what you can make in overlanding. You look at the side-by-side -side market. You look at the Jeep market. Yep. You know, you look at all those different markets of how you can attract things. Now you take it in and you go to the commercial market. I can go down the street where I grew up as one of the biggest train yards in the Western U.S. Hmm. You already mentioned it. Yeah. Mike. But right there is where they make components for the trains, too. There's a manufacturing plant. Right there is the facility where they make all the ducting um, for commercial for commercial heating and air. Uh, HVAC. Yeah. And so look at that. Now you go into and you, you when, when people are building steel metal buildings like this, yeah. you're going to go in and have manufacturing a metal building. You talked about going in and treating all the beams in here. Dust. Okay. How long did Chris? How many days? We spent two days. Yeah, we spent a lot of time cleaning all the yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> the beams in here. Two two days, two days, just the beams. Yeah, and so look look at the opportunity that you've got there. You've got all these things. You can go to to the to the, the farming manufacturers. If you, I mean, what Wisconsin? Look look at who's there for just fire and ag. You yeah. know, yeah. is the ag business is massive. Now, look, if you're okay, look can, at the, can I mention something oh about the God, yeah. the? Uh, I just want people to understand the when it comes to implements, farm implements, and that, that sell this equipment. Um, I never realized that, you know, every big business, when they have a sales and service, they bill one another, you know, it's part of their process. But what happens is anytime a, a piece of equipment at these implements get cleaned, the service department does it. Yeah. And then they charge the sales department. Mm-hmm. And they're just trying, they're having like a, a young kid come in, pressure wash and vacuum these tractors out. And they charge the sales department $175, $185 an hour. They get it back and it's half ass. You know, it's wow. nothing special. Yeah. So a lot of these places are willing to reach out to, you know, people, Outside whether sources. it's a detailer or if you're putting corrosion resistance, whatever they can do to sell that product cheaper or faster and have more profit. Um, so, with that, with that being said, like I can at our shop, we can do ages on a piece of equipment. It's faster than buffing something out. We can make it look nice. They can sell it fast. And I can still come in at less of a price point than what the sales department does yeah. themselves. So the sales department job. or the right. service department, I mean, the sales department's getting more profit and they're getting a better quality just by applying the ages. I just, you're going to get this right now. You probably thought of it. But if I if I was gonna do it, I'm looking over at my gym doing gym equipment. You know I mean it's, it takes a beating. Well, and how quickly do iron plates rust? Really quick, and I mean that and just all the equipment itself. Yeah. I mean it, that's gonna get eclipsed now. You know, is my gym's gonna get eclipsed? And so you okay? It's so just in this short, you know, under an hour conversation. Look what we've achieved. We hope that we've really taken and inspired y'all. Yeah. I'm excited. And this is another lesson. I want, I want everybody to pay attention to this is that here we are as we're competing products, so to say, yeah. but um, 
We're not. Competition happens at the bottom. I was hoping you'd say that. <laughs> oh, I love that. Did you guys hear that? Say that one more time. Uh, competition happens at the bottom. Collaboration happens at the top. That's right. Uh, I don't think we can. You know, my horse trainer always says this. When you're working with your horse, end on a good note. Yeah. You know, when your horse is real happy, you end. I don't think we can beat <laughs> leave it. I don't think we can beat that, man. And so, you know, it's again, it's all of us getting together and yes. coming together. And really what it comes down to is companies, you know, Bob and Dave Phillips, <laughs> Joel and Jeff, those guys at the top, myself, you guys. Right. We want to take and inspire other people to yes. go out and build a better life, yes. work less, make more, and be happy. It's yeah. really, you know, happy is a choice, and it's cheap. It is. Yes, it is. It's cheap to be happy and to be have energy and to build yourself back up, but it takes being around the right people and the right yeah. teams. That's right. If your culture, whoever you're involved in, if they're not taking and building you up like this is going, you're in the wrong group. Yeah. Simple as that. But I'm going to challenge you to this. If you're not engaged in that group, and you're not putting you're not putting your best forward. Shame on you. It's not the group's problem. Yeah. It's your it's problem. Your problem. Yeah. Because you've got again. I hear this all the time in the industry and in, in all industries. Oh, it's a click. Not bullshit. No, it's not. It's people taking time to you know. Some of you look at the mafia. Some of these we're coming up on the founders of this group. We've been together for twenty years. Nice. You can't expect to be in the group for two months. And build the and same relationships right. we have over 20 years. Yeah. And it's the same with you guys. And it's such an honor to have you guys here. Well, it's and an honor there, to be here. There, you know, there's people that they want to make things happen. Right. They wonder what it's like to make things happen. Then there's people that make, make things, things happen. happen. That's exactly it. And it's don't, don't, don't hate on the people around you. They're making it happen. Go use them as inspiration. Hang out with them. Hang That's out right. with them. I know it's, it's, I was, I always can, if I'm the smartest guy at the table, I'm at the wrong table, <laughs> right? You know, I'm at the wrong table. And when I yeah. hang around with, with guys like, you know, Bob and Dave Phillips and with Joel and Jeff, yes. and there, there's these big freaking, you know, um, you know, Marcus, you know, you just got to keep the crayons out of his hands, <laughs> you know, as you just, when you're hanging out, this his table, box is empty. I am nice. And I, I, I just give him the green crayons now, um, but you know, it's, I want him to do an invite to you guys really. And this goes out to, I'd like to get Joel and Jeff out here is recently the mafia. We had a leadership course. Okay. It's an outdoor leadership course. And Mike was part of it. It was an amazing two days. We didn't scream and yell at anybody. Matter of fact, it was the dead opposite. Yeah. It was it was compassion and friendship and camaraderie. Yeah. It was, you know, um, we had we had myself um, 30, I can't even do the math anymore. It's like 35 years of search and rescue. And my military experience, you know, and and then we had Oscar, you know, uh, did a career in in the Marine Corps. Uh, and and we came in and we just taught principles we had samantha come in and chris and what they did for the group it was amazing so what we're going to do is we're going to have one more of those this winter and get the mafia ready and the reason why is we want them to be coaches and then yes. we're going to bring in a mix of the industry we want to bring some of the industry leaders in we'd love to get igl to send representatives to that because it's just getting you comfortable with being uncomfortable yeah right and yeah. and and to have you guys leaders, you know, we're gonna get we're gonna get you know, hopefully Bob and Dave will come down. We can get a couple of you guys in. Yeah. We're gonna bring people from all facets of the industry 
mm-hmm. and you know is is in bringing in and 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 when they when the rest of the industry sees the commerce, I'm not kidding you, it was a hug fest at the end. We didn't want to leave. I've done so many great things, you know. God bless me, I love our country. You know, putting that uniform on to this day. I mean, I look I look sharp. I know we're not supposed to iron our uniforms. I got a fellow guardsman here. My <laughs> uniform looks sharp, and the reason why is one day is going to be my last day. Yeah, wearing it, and I wear that even today. It's a little snugger than it used to be, right? <laughs> um, but it's it's okay because I I wear it with pride. Absolutely, That's right. And I wear yeah. I wear uh, every uniform I wear is with pride. Yeah. And and that all these things I've done. This was the first time I've ever trained civilians. And it was most one of the most gratifying things I've ever done in my entire life, business-wise. That's awesome. That's awesome. Is because I saw men and women come together with compassion, and they helped one another, and they encouraged one another, and 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 it was just amazing. And so, you know, watch for that. I'm probably gonna have a couple this summer, I'm guessing, because we're gonna have a, a big turnout. But awesome. it's, a, it, it's we would love to get you, Joel. Your little ass is going to be here. So if you're watching, just get ready. Oh, he's you know? watching. You know? so, yeah, he's, he's watching. Yeah, you're, so, you're here, so dude. Misty, you're here. by the way. And so we're going to probably do a, a late spring one. It's going to be a little chilly, kind of like what it is now. Uh, but you're not, you're, you won't die. Okay? You it's, won't. Like, it's like 35 degrees in the morning. Yeah. It's nice, isn't it? And then it's like 80 in the afternoon. Right. You, know? so you, get, you get sunburnt on your yeah, five yeah, heads. Exactly. I got a half for you today. Hey, so, uh, r- real quick, guys. I got a, one question that just came okay. in. It's, okay. It just says, uh, uh, would Aegis be uh, good for corrosion control at beachside communities on uh, yachts and stuff like that? 100%. 100%. Yeah. Yep. That's that's huge, man. My, my, my goal with this is to set up a whole new industry within our industries to really try to help you guys push this, you know, is because – I just want, you know, I want people when I when I'm 80 years old walking through SEMA, I'll, I I want you to come up and say, man, you helped me become a millionaire. Yeah. You know, and I know millionaire is not a, a big deal to some. I've heard this, and it sounds weird because we do have a lot of millionaires in the industry now. Mm-hmm. But my God, for those that started with nothing, that's freaking huge. Yeah. You know. And we, I want to add talk- something to this too. Um, you know, you're talking about the the downturn in the economy kind of the trajectory of where we're going right now. And from a corporate a corporate standpoint, now's the perfect time to hit them with something like this. Get your foot in the door. Because this is going to yep. decrease the amount of money that they had to spend on maintenance. Amen. Amen. They don't care what the product costs as long as you can show that you will save them yep. over the long run and, and make And what I like about this is it's proven. It's not you going out some Yahoo is you've got an R&D company with all the research and development behind it right. that's pushing this forward. So you got to you're not going at this alone. It's a big opportunity. Mm-hmm. Open your brain. You know what Bob Phillips said when I I did a I did a live video to the group and he put a post in public and he goes, "Brenny, great message." Is because he realizes that we're going to change lives with this mm-hmm. as an industry and it's not one of us, it's all of us. So yep. we've got a whole industry behind you guys. Is we I want you awesome. successful. And the reason why is I want I want as many people again in the next 20 years. I want a 20-year-old right now, when he's 40, to come up and just say, Man, you know, I, I it changed my life. Yeah. And, that, and that's exactly what I was gonna say. Is we we're talking some of us guys that have been in the industry for 20 years plus, 
we only wish there was what there is today back then. Oh yeah. So whether you're young or an older, uh, older person in the industry, now's the time because 20 years from now, you're going to be like, man, I should have did that. (laughs) And I'm 57 years old. Let's say you get this thing kicked off and you're 60. You got 20 years before your time's done. That's a whole nother industry, dude. Yeah. Or do that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's a whole nother. You got 20 years to build a whole something, and you're smart right now. Hopefully, you know, yeah, it's yeah. I was telling these guys my 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 projection right now is the next five years I, I'm going to make more money than I've made my whole career behind me, is because you get smart and you get connected and you help other people do it, and yeah. that's what it's all about. Jets, thanks a lot, Joel. Appreciate it. Thank we'll you. See, okay, you're going to come to the leadership class. <laughs> uh, it's already an invite to you, Bob. <laughs> Uh, Phillips calling and put pressure on him. And so uh, stand by for that. And I want to thank everybody. Uh, we appreciate uh, all of you being here because that's what yeah. makes the world go around. Amen. So, hey, hey, my happy birthday, buddy. Uh, you look amazing for 73. You know? so. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Take care, man. Happy to be you guys. all. We'll see you. Thanks for listening to the Rennie Doyle podcast brought to you by Detailing Success and PNS Double Black. Listen to new episodes weekly and be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And don't forget to share with your friends and colleagues.